Hey, welcome to my basement, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this special episode of Vic's Basement. We have got a good one for you. It is the 2023 Rocket and Raygun Awards, which just premiered on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash EPNTV. And the cool thing here is we go through all of the best games of the year, but I also heard from lots of EP fans and game fanatics and viewers that have been watching our content for a long time and listeners that have been listening to this podcast for a long time. So it was a really, really big treat for me to put all of this together. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started with the Rocket and Raygun Awards. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Rocket and Raygun Awards, honoring the very best games of 2023. I may have said this already, but 2023 was an incredibly difficult year for me to assess the best games of the year. And honestly, almost every game nominated in every category today could justifiably be crowned the game of the year. This is a totally subjective exercise. And as someone privileged with the opportunity to play all of these different games, I got to tell you, it is impossible to pick the winners, but thankfully I've got some help and we're going to hear from some of you. But first, we've got our first award to give away. Here are the nominees for Best RPG of 2023. Diablo 4 from Blizzard Entertainment. Baldur's Gate 3 from Larian Studios. Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty from CD Projekt Red. Final Fantasy 16 from Square Enix. Starfield from Bethesda Softworks. You see what I mean? It's impossible. But our winner for Best RPG from 2023 is Baldur's Gate 3. It's a beautiful, thoughtful, expertly crafted role-playing game that offers so much room for freedom and expression. It's unbelievable. Congratulations to Larian. And judging by the poll I put together, Baldur's Gate 3 was your choice for best RPG of 2023 as well. Thank you to everybody that voted. All right, now let's switch over because throughout the show, we're going to hear from some of you guys out there. I asked people to send me videos on their pick for Game of the Year. Bloody hell, if my Game of the Year hasn't been Hogwarts Legacy, which I've been playing from my trusty OG Steam Deck LCD, and of course my PlayStation 5, which is how I have my overpriced collector's edition, but I love it anyway. As much as I've been loving playing the game I've dreamed of since my childhood, exploring the Hogwarts grounds and castle brings back so many memories as I develop new ones with characters such as Professor Fig and Sebastian. I've been loving it ever so much. And that is why Hogwarts Legacy is my Game of the Year. The 2023 Game of the Year award was pretty hard to narrow, to narrow down because of these guys. But I had to go with 
Resident Evil 4, baby. I haven't played it on uh, virtual reality yet, but I'm gonna do that. And I'm also looking forward to what we'll get in 2024. This year, it was difficult to pick a game of the year, but ultimately, I ended up going with Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 was just an incredible experience and it brought me so much joy. Swinging around in New York City, gliding around in the web wings, it just, it felt incredible. And I can't wait for any DLC or New Game Plus to come out and I'll definitely be playing it again when New Game Plus does come out eventually. Game of the year in a year this loaded is honestly one of the hardest things to decide in the entire universe, but I do have a pick. And I picked this pick because as good as this game is, it definitely got overshadowed in such a massive year because it's an old school game. My game of the year, the game I think deserves everything, all the awards and the accolades of this year is Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars was made by Sabotage Studios, the same studio that brought us The Messenger. And Sea of Stars is a complete homage to 16-bit RPGs but done in such a fresh way. It's got that perfect middle ground between nostalgia and, and freshness. The battle system is so interesting and the way Sabotage Studios made the game new but also honored the past in it. It was so good, it was a magical game, amazing. Thanks again, Victor Lucas, for putting this on for us, letting us showcase our opinions too, and you know, play forever. Thank you, Sean. Great choices from you and from everybody involved. And yes, Sea of Stars could easily have been nominated for Best RPG. All right, it's time for another award. Let's move over to the Best Fighting Games of 2023. Street Fighter VI from Capcom. Mortal Kombat 1 from Warner Brothers Games. Kept it short and sweet. There may have been other good fighting games out last year. I didn't play them. I am playing the beautiful Tekken 8 right now, and I think that's probably going to be in the nominees for the 2024 awards. But out of these two, Street Fighter VI is our winner, and I think it really had to do with the beautiful story mode that they have in the game and all of the interesting ways that you can create expression around the character that you build within Street Fighter VI. It's an amazing experience and Mortal Kombat 1 is definitely not a slouch but I pick Street Fighter 6 as our rocket and ray gun winner and judging by the polls 67% of you guys did as well so congratulations to Capcom all right we're gonna take a short break but we'll be right back with more rocket and ray gun awards go master detective archives rain code this is a really cool game if you're a fan of danganronpa like i am then you're probably going to enjoy this it does have a slow start but it is really cool you're playing as 
Yuma Kokoheads, who of course has amnesia, like all these games do, and he's followed by this death god, Shimigami, because apparently he made a deal with her. You're solving crimes, uncovering the secrets behind the city, along with this Amaterasu Corporation. Yeah, I think more people should check it out, so it is my buried treasure of 2023. Let's talk about Days Gone. It's an incredible buried treasure that came out all the way back in 2019 on the PS4, and it got a PC port in 2021, which is how I played it on the Steam Deck. It tells a story of survival in a post-apocalyptic Oregon where zombies roam freely. It's a stunning open world despite all the destruction. You play as Deacon St. John and he's a disillusioned veteran grieving his wife. And his strong moral compass makes him incredibly likable without seeming like a generic action game hero. The voice acting is strong, the music is fantastic, and the length is perfect. Just when you think you've seen it all, it turns out the story is really just finishing its first act. My only issue is that your bike runs out of fuel too quickly. You can buy upgrades later, but it really limits how far you can explore early on. Days Gone didn't get the attention it deserved, but if you like open world games with a lot to do, an engrossing story, and beautiful visuals, you owe it to yourself to check this game out. My buried treasure for 2023 has to be the making of Karateka, which admittedly might be a bit of a stretch both as a game and 2023 title by definition, since it's more of an interactive documentary than a full game but it's an absolutely essential experience for anyone who is interested or involved in game design. What Jordan Mechner accomplished back in 1984 with the hardware limitations of the time is nothing short of impressive and revolutionary. And Digital Eclipse celebrates it with a special edition full of interviews, design documents, and playable prototypes of his early work, along with a completely remade version of the game with modern shaders and pixel graphics. This is an excellent celebration of the evolution of video games and a means of preserving these classic titles, and hopefully it's the start of a bigger trend. For me, my personal buried treasure of 2023 is RoboCop Rogue City, a true sequel to the 1980s and early 1990s sequel. RoboCop Rogue City gives you exactly what you want. And I have to say it, because it's RoboCop, yes, it's a game that you would buy for a dollar. And because sometimes games like this end up as buried treasures, you may find it for that price. But be as it may, if it's available, go out and do the right thing. It's actually one of the prime directives to being a member of the EPN community. Serve the public trust, protect the innocent, uphold the law, and buy RoboCop Rogue City. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? It's a fantastic game, and Peter Weller is on board, so it's an absolute must. Go get yourself RoboCop Rogue City. It's a fantastic buried treasure. Oh man, I really hope that RoboCop doesn't become a buried treasure. It's so freaking good, and I hope it inspires developers to make lots of games based around killer 80s action movies, like Escape from New York. Come on. All right, it's time to move over to our next award, which is the best action adventure game of 2023. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom from Nintendo. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Alan Wake 2 from Remedy Entertainment. Resident Evil 4 Remake 
from Capcom. Super Mario Bros. Wonder from Nintendo. The winner in this category is Marvel's Spider-Man 2, and it's not just because of the incredible traversal and combat systems in the game, it's also because of the wonderful story that they tell within this experience. It just pulls you right in, it's riveting, and yes, we could have added other titles like Star Wars Jedi Survivor into this category as well, but Marvel's Spider-Man 2 was my pick. On the poll front, you guys chose The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is a totally worthy and justifiable choice as well. It's so hard to pick these winners. All right, let's move on. Our next award is for the best strategy game of 2023. Fire Emblem Engage from Nintendo. Company of Heroes 3 from Sega. Pikmin 4 from Nintendo. Wargroove 2 from Chucklefish. Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp from Nintendo. Honestly, this one wasn't that difficult of a choice. The winner is Pikmin 4, and it's because of its tuned and unique gameplay, which makes this not only the best Pikmin game in the franchise, but it's also one of the most rewarding and just plain fun games of 2023. But again, there are no wrong answers here. All of these strategy games are wonderful, and special shout out to Wargroove 2 for sticking with its beautiful pixel art. I love the look of that game. And if we take a look at the poll, you guys almost all chose Pikmin 4, so I think we made the right choice in this category. Congratulations to Nintendo. And now we're going to take a look at more of your choices for Game of the Year. My game of the year is Hi-Fi Rush. I absolutely love this game as you play as Chai, who's getting his limb kind of replaced <laughs> as he has dreams of being a rock star, but after something goes wrong where his phone is stuck in him, he's now a defect hunted down by this Vandalay Technologies. He runs into Peppermint, who's trying to uncover the secrets behind Vandalay. It's a pure fun action game with some light platforming. Highly recommend. Absolutely love this game. This is my pick for game of the year. It is Baldur's Gate 3. Incredible game. I bought it on PlayStation 5 and PC. The choices, the permutations, and the stories, the no microtransactions. What was not to like? Sam, I don't know why you didn't finish the game. <laughs> I bought this game. Played it and for like 10 seconds. I, I, you know what? I didn't understand how to level up. I'm a great gamer. There's too many choices for you. So what is your <laughs> game of the year, Sam? My pick for game of the year is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I enjoyed this game so much. It's a bit of a learning curve, learning like the merge system to merge objects together. But once you figure it out, 
Man, what a story. Great. I don't have a Nintendo Switch, so I can only take your word for it. I played all the heavy hitters this year, but none hit as heavy as Resident Evil 4 Remake. So many people were saying that Resident Evil 4 didn't need a remake. It was perfect as is. Thankfully, Capcom really delivered in crafting a game that remains faithful to the original while modernizing it and making it accessible to new players. The graphics look so good, the controls are satisfying, and the story remains the same while tying up a few loose ends and getting rid of some goofy lines that haven't aged well. It's not perfect. Like the original, the island part just drags. And some fans didn't connect with Ada's voice acting, although I thought it worked for a person as cold and unbothered as Ada is supposed to be. What do you think? Other than that, I really fell in love with this game, and they've designed it in a way that makes it enjoyable to replay, which I can see myself doing for years to come. Excellent stuff. Thank you so much for going the extra mile with the editing, Chris and Color. Now we're going to move over to the best racing game of 2023. Forza Motorsport from Xbox Game Studios. Lego 2K Drive from 2K. The Crew Motorfest from Ubisoft. Not too many choices in there, and it's kind of this battle between arcade and simulation racing. The winner in this category is right in the middle. It's the Crew Motorfest. It's an underappreciated game, in my opinion, and I was absolutely blown away by the experience. It's so diverse. There are so many ways to race in the game on land, on the sea and in the air. It's so crazy fun and it's beautiful. And that's not to take away anything from the beautifully crafted Forza Motorsport or the very fun Lego 2K Drive. I just thought the Crew Motorfest was an absolute blast and it was the most fun racing that I did in 2023. On the polls though, you guys all opted for Xbox's Forza Motorsport. You gave that a landslide victory and the Crew Motorfest came in way at the bottom but it is an amazing game. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more Rocket and Ray Guns. My choice for buried treasure game this year, Cocoon. It's made by Jeff Carlson, who was the lead designer on a couple favorite games of my past, Limbo and Inside which were amazing games. Well, his new game, Cocoon, is definitely a, a big departure from that, but it's super artistic, it's super atmospheric, and the game design is absolutely brilliant. There's basically multiple worlds, which are contained in orbs, and you can jump in and out of the orbs, and you can bring other color orbs into the orb you're in, so then you can go out to other worlds and change things in other worlds too. It's all very intertwined, and it's such an amazing title that probably flew under a lot of people's radars because it is an indie game and this year has just been jam-packed. But Cocoon is definitely my buried treasure of the year. My buried treasure game for 2023 is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game from Sumo Nottingham. 
While I know that a lot of people are not fond of asymmetric multiplayer horror games, I thought Chainsaw brought new life into the genre with its unique three killers versus four survivors matches, rather than having a single killer, like in Dead by Daylight or Friday the 13th. I like that the killers have to work together, and it fits well with the lore of the film series, where family is essential to the franchise. Speaking of which, I thought the game recreated the feel of the 1974 film quite well, in addition to a number of iconic set pieces like the sliding metal door and the skull-covered red wall. It was also cool that they got horror legend Kane Hodder to do motion capture for Leatherface, and that Edwin Neal from the original film got to play the hitchhiker again. While it's not game of the year, I had a lot of fun with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. I'm just making sure there's no ghosts because Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, they did the Ecto edition, I believe. Uh, just incredible updates. Four versus one multiplayer. It's like Dead by Daylight. You can be the ghost. You can possess a chair, run around with your friends, go down the fire pole. Uh, if you didn't grow up on Ghostbusters, though, I can see why this would not be for you. How many times did you just scream terrified? Uh, I have never been scared in Ghostbusters. Frustrated, though, when I can't get them in the trap. I think there is something they need to fix there, but otherwise a great game to play with your friends. As far as buried treasures in 2023, two come to mind. Both visual novels, both dealing with food, both 100% worth your time. The first being Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly, where you play as a barista in Seattle, and your customers are mermaids, orcs, werewolves, cat people, people from all walks of life, and they all have a story to tell, and they just want to sit down with a cup of coffee invent their stories to you and they're all stories 100% worth listening to very chill very different experience the second one being Venba a game where you play as an Indian family living in Canada making all sorts of delicious Indian food but it's more than about the food it's about the story and its story deals with themes of family and loss and finding your cultural identity in a foreign place and all those things absolutely touched me inside of my heart. I'm 100% glad that game came out this year and it's absolutely a buried treasure. Beautiful stuff, Adnan. Great choices. And thank you to everybody for contributing. Now it's time to give away another award. This is for best sports game of 2023. NHL 24 from EA Sports. MLB The Show 23 from Sony Interactive Entertainment. FC 24 from EA Sports. NBA 2K24 from 2K Sports. Madden NFL 24 from EA Sports. And the winner in this category is MLB The Show 23, but obviously if you like any one of these individual sports, you're probably going to get more out of the specific sports game that is attached to it. Each of these sports games is incredible, but what sent it over the top for me with MLB was the fact that they did all of this beautiful historical documentary work for the game and focused on the Negro Leagues with interviews and all kinds of information about how important they were, and then you could play as these classic 
players as well. It's a superb experience, but all of the sports titles are wonderful, as is exemplified by our poll, where it looks like a lot of Canadians voted for NHL 24, which was a crazy fun experience as well. I had a blast playing all five of these sports games, and I know a lot of sports fanatics always have some issues to complain about with these titles, but to me, they're so rich with content, they're so deep, and there's so much enjoyment, there's so many modes, they always feel like, yeah, you could quibble about elements in each of these titles, but there's more than enough content to justify their purchase price, especially if you love these specific sports. But our Rocket and Raygun Award winner is MLB The Show 23. Now, our next award is for Best Action Game of 2023. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon from Bandai Namco. Robocop Rogue City from Nacon. Turbo Overkill from Apogee Entertainment. Hi-Fi Rush from Bethesda Softworks. Pizza Tower from Tour de Pizza. This one was an easy one for me. I love giant mechs, and I love giant mechs fighting other giant mechs, and From Software really delivered something beautiful with Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. It is a gorgeous experience. It's a lot of high energy combat. There's so much granular detail and all kinds of complexity in the customization. And it's just ridiculously fun to play. Plus it runs beautifully on the Steam Deck, which is absolutely extra bonus points from me. So that gets my pick for the best action game of 2023. On the poll, you guys were kind of split across three different games. You've got Robocop Rogue City in there, Armored Core, and it's Hi-Fi Rush that you guys chose as the best action game of the year. Again, no wrong choices in any of these, but my vote goes to Armored Core 6. All right, we've got more awards to give away, but let's check in on some of your choices for the best game of the year. probably one of the hardest years ever to pick game of the year when you start the year so strong with a game like hi-fi rush from tango gameworks so good such a surprise super mario brothers wonder came out this year marvel spider-man 2 came out this year legend of zelda tears of the kingdom came out this year and none of them are my game of the year my game of the year street fighter 6 capcom absolutely knocked it out of the park this time around with street fighter 6 the gameplay is rock solid smooth fast so fun to play the world tour mode built your character, mingle with the Street Fighter cast, learn their moves, then you can head online, roll back netcode, and crossplay. Tons of players to play against all over the world, and the online is so smooth it feels like you're playing with someone on the couch right next to you. No game took up as much time in my life as Street Fighter 6 this year, and that's why it's my game of the year. My game of the year for 2023 is Armored Core 6. Armored Core 6 is the ultimate power fantasy for mechs where you can customize your mech in really meaningful ways. 
from dual wielding Gatling guns and different laser swords and lots of different shoulder mounted weapons like rocket launchers and different lasers. And then you get to take all that into Rubicon, this really cool sci-fi world that From Software made where you can fight different enemy factions. But really the main thing is to go against these awesome bosses that will definitely test your skill, probably hand your butt to you, but it's a lot of fun. I definitely recommend Armor Core 6. My favorite game from last year is Resident Evil 4 Remake. I love the design, characters, the environments, the upgrades that you can unlock for your weapons. The story was great. Another one of my favorite games from last year is Sea of Stars. I enjoyed the colorful sprites and the gameplay and the story. I think my game of the year has to be Alan Wake 2. Remedy Entertainment have crafted something utterly unique and ambitious that pushes the very nature of what we expect a video game to be forward. The fact that they were able to bring back a cult classic 13 years after its original release without any compromise to their vision is something that has to be commended and celebrated. And while some of its gameplay feels familiar both with the original's flashlight mechanic and Resident Evil remake style of survival horror, the narrative is wonderfully weird and twisted, evoking the best of Scandinavian noir, David Lynch, Stephen King, True Detective, and even Silent Hill. In fact, this may be the closest thing to Hideo Kojima's canceled vision that we're ever gonna get. Just go into this one blind, grab your favorite hot beverage, turn out the lights, and let Alan Wake 2's darkness absorb you completely. It's not a video game, it's an experience. It's not a video game, it's an experience. Those are some wise words there, Mr. Calavera. And you know what, I always feel sorry for people that don't take the time to appreciate how incredible this medium is. You gotta start them off young. Here are our nominees for best family-friendly game of 2023. Super Mario Brothers Wonder from Nintendo. Lego 2K Drive from 2K. Pikmin 4 from Nintendo. Lego Fortnite from Epic Games. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe from Nintendo. Now, although all five games are terrific in this category, my winner has to go to Super Mario Brothers Wonder. It is an exquisite experience. It's obnoxiously beautiful. It's relentlessly entertaining. It's so fun to play with other people. You can play it endlessly. It loops in my mind all the time. Ever since I played it, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it and its beautiful visuals and its super tuned gameplay and all of the cool music that's a part of the experience. Wonderful, wonderful game. It won in a landslide on our poll as well. It came in with 79% of the votes, and that's why it's our pick for the best family-friendly game of 2023. Now, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to be right back with more Rocket and Raygun Awards, including the best DLC of the year.
Welcome back as we fly through the best games of 2023. It was a year that provided us with arguably the most bangers of any year in video game history. Let's move on to the best DLC of 2023. Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty from CD Projekt Red. Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge Dimension Shellshock from Dot Emu. Dead Cells Return to Castlevania from Motion Twin. God of War Ragnarok Valhalla from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Love that Valhalla was free for God of War Ragnarok fans. Love the new characters in Dimension Shellshock. Burning Shores was stunningly beautiful and Return to Castlevania was such an awesome surprise. But this category, it was very easy to pick Phantom Liberty as the best DLC of the year. It gets my vote. It not only brought Cyberpunk up to the 2.0 mark, but it delivered this incredible new storyline with Idris Elba. That's why it's my pick for best DLC of the year. And in the poll, you guys agreed with me mostly. You got 50% of the vote. But again, all of the DLC outlined in this category is incredible and well worth picking up if you're a fan of these respective games. Now, next up is our award for the best VR game of 2023. Asgard's Wrath 2 from Oculus Studios. Horizon Call of the Mountain from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Assassin's Creed Nexus from Ubisoft. Resident Evil 4 VR from Capcom. Gran Turismo 7 from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Now, in this category, the decision was interesting because all of these games, again, are fantastic, but it was also pretty straightforward for me because Asgard's Wrath 2 is not only one of the most irrefutably well-crafted VR experiences, it stands as one of the best action-adventure games in this category since Half-Life Alex, And all of the other nominees in this category all stem from awesome flat-screen experiences, which they directly benefited from. But Asgard's Wrath 2 was crafted for VR headsets and crafted with VR in mind from the ground up, and I think it benefits from that. It's an incredible game, as anybody who has played it would definitely attest to, but as you can see on the poll, I think that there is this unfamiliarity with this experience compared to Gran Turismo 7, or Resident Evil, or Assassin's Creed, but trust me, out of these five, it was really easy for me to pick Asgard's Wrath 2 as the winner. 
All right, now let's hear some more Game of the Year shout-outs from you guys. My Game of the Year would have to be Dead Space Remake. I thought the remake was really well done. It made it feel like a $60 title for the amount of effort and uh, upgrades they did. Um, and to me, Dead Space is a great survival horror game where you have to conserve ammo cycle through all your weapons and use the uh, environment as a weapon as well. I thought it was really well done and still pretty scary game. My game of the year and Buried Treasure just so happen to be the same game. That game is DC's Justice League Cosmic Chaos. Now it does skew younger, but it's essentially a throwback to things like X-Men Legends and Marvel Ultimate Alliance, where you control a team of three, uh, being Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You're crawling through dungeons, using your superpowers to beat mobs of enemies, collecting loot, uh, which just so happens to be full of rich DC iconography, like Red Hood's mask and Jay Garrett's helmet, Hawkman's mace. Uh, there is lots of neat little lore bits, like callbacks to things like Batman, Superman, public enemies, even a Watchmen reference on the high school. There's tons of unlockable costumes. All of what you get from just playing the game, there's no extra purchases. Uh, if you love DC Comics and are missing things like Marvel Ultimate Alliance and X-Men Legends, consider picking up DC's Justice League Cosmic Chaos. I promise you won't be disappointed. I'm going to pick this masterpiece right here, Final Fantasy 16, as my personal game of the year. And it's simple, really. Music. Alan Wake has that, and it fits perfectly. But when I play Final Fantasy 16, I felt that battle between kingdoms. It reminded me so much of going to the theaters and seeing Lord of the Rings all over again. And when you get to that final chapter, it's like finally, it's Return of the King all over again. I couldn't have been any happier with the amount of games we received this year. They were all great. But for me, personally, Final Fantasy 16 wins and it's very close. <laughs> but be as it may, Final Fantasy 16 is absolutely phenomenal. My favorite game of 2023, full stop, was Alan Wake 2. I really think that Sam Lake and the entire team at Remedy Entertainment are total geniuses. There's something so innovative in the way that these two storylines, the Saga Anderson story and Alan's story, play off of one another and ultimately how they converge. Saga brings us back to Bright Falls where Alan disappeared in the previous game and where exactly Alan disappeared to manifests in some darkly funny ways with these recurring talk show appearances that he has to make. By the way, In Between with Mr. Door is by far my new favorite late night show. This is a game that deals with self-doubt, with authorship, narrative, and creativity, but it's also a total blast to play. You're piecing together clues, solving a larger mystery, and fending off the shadowy forces of darkness coming to get you. It's fluid, it's refined, and it's just a gorgeous experience overall. I think it's a miracle that Alan Wake 2 exists in the artistically uncompromised form that it does. There's nothing else like it in the gaming space, and I'm thrilled to call it my favorite game of 2023. A lot of well-deserved love for Alan Wake 2. Thank you, Ben, and to everybody that's been contributing today. Awesome stuff. Now let's move on to our next category, which is somewhat controversial, but like it or not, these kinds of games are always a big part of our medium every single year. Here are the nominees for the best remake or remastered game of 2023. <laughs> Metroid Prime Remastered from Nintendo. 
Dead Space from Electronic Arts. F099 from Nintendo. Resident Evil 4 Remake from Capcom. Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp from Nintendo. Yes, Resident Evil 4 is the easy choice for most people to make in this category. It's unbelievably impressive. Technically, it's just so much fun to play, as is Dead Space from Motive. And I also love Nintendo's inventiveness with F-099 and the addictive qualities of Advance Wars. But for my money, the most interesting game and the most satisfying game in this category is Metroid Prime Remastered. It was just an absolutely beautiful experience. It refined what was already there and perfected it for modern day players. And even in this crowded year where all of these excellent games came up, it just felt like I had to stop everything and play this and appreciate just how wonderful the gift of Metroid Prime was in 2023. That's why Metroid Prime Remastered gets my pick for the best remade or remastered game of the year. Over on the poll though, you guys mostly chose Resident Evil 4, although there was a healthy number of votes for Metroid Prime Remastered as well. What a year for games in this category, really great stuff. All right, let's move over to the best indie game of 2023. Sea of Stars from Sabotage Studio. Pizza Tower from Tour de Pizza. Dredge from Team 17. Chia from Awaseb. Cocoon from Annapurna Interactive. This one was a landslide victory for Sea of Stars in the poll, but also in my heart. This was just a beautiful, beautiful role-playing experience. Such a tip of the hat to what has come before, but modernized and just sumptuous and just a grand slam from Sabotage Studio. Congratulations to the team. Sea of Stars is magic. All right, you guys, we'll be right back with our favorite game developers of 2023 and our game of the year. Welcome back. It's almost time to announce our Game of the Year winner. But before we do that, we've got an interesting category to get into. This is around licensed games, which are always a huge part of the video game industry. But it really wasn't, at least in my mind, until Batman Arkham Asylum came out and really changed people's perceptions on what a licensed game could be that this category really started to get interesting. And this year, we've got some great nominees for Best Licensed Game of 2023. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 
from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Robocop Rogue City from Nacon. Star Wars Jedi Survivor from Electronic Arts. Hogwarts Legacy from Warner Brothers Games. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora from Ubisoft. Again, an impossible decision here. All five of these games, even the underappreciated Avatar, do a great job of honoring the characters and worlds that they're based on. But for my money, the best licensed game of 2023 was Robocop Rogue City. I don't think many of us were expecting too much from this game, but the game isn't perfect in the same way that the Robocop movies weren't perfect, but they were just perfectly fun and goofy and over the top and silly and crazy violent. And the game feels like you're playing the movies in the most beautiful way. It's so ridiculously enjoyable to play. And I really do hope that it inspires other developers to look at you know classic movies and classic things like this and honor that material in the same kind of way. It really was a tour de force experience. And if you look over at the poll, a lot of people chose Robocop Rogue City. It was kind of all over the place. Hogwarts Legacy was also excellent. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 won on the poll, and I completely understand that. It's totally appropriate and justifiable. Insomniac crushed it with that game. And speaking of Insomniac, I think it's time for us to honor your favorite game developers of 2023. We all know that the game development community has been going through a lot over the last 12 months. We hear about it in the news every single day. There are layoffs happening all over the place. It's a tumultuous time. And in spite of that, some of these incredible experiences have come out and really blown us away. So I asked you guys to tell me about your favorite game developers of the year. Twenty twenty three was a big year in terms of release, whether it's from a AAA studio or a small independent studio. For me, my personal choice is the development community at large, because aside from the releases, there were also some tough transitions and decisions that had to be made throughout the course of the year. If you're a gamer out there who's watching this, or just a gamer in general, take time to thank a developer and respect a developer. The development community at large is my choice for the 2023 Developer of the Year. Favorite developer this year has to go to Remedy. Remedy with Alan Lake 2 created the game that they wanted to create with no compromises. What developer has one of their directors dancing up on the Game Awards to this rock musical number? I mean, it's insane. <laughs> that this happened and I'm so thankful for it. I can't wait to see what Remedy does with their connected universe. I love it. Great job, Remedy. My developer of the year is Insomniac. Through everything they went through, they persevered. They handled it with grace. 
They didn't let it bog them down and they're still on track to release Wolverine. So I, I can't give them enough credit for that. So that's why they are my developer of the year and Spider-Man 2 is my game of the year. My game developer of the year is Firaxis Games. Now they didn't put out anything in 2023 new per se, but they did put out excellent DLC for Marvel's Midnight Suns through the early months of the year. You got great new tools in the toy box like Morbius, Venom, Deadpool, all of which brought their own unique story and built upon the tale of an already great game. I know Midnight Suns didn't sell particularly well, but it's kind of getting a resurgence now. But I commend Firaxis and I hope they get to make a new one in the future. Hands down, it goes to Nintendo, EPD, and their second party development studios, including Retro Studios, who put out this amazing title right here, Metroid Prime Remastered. What a great visual upgrade. What a great control upgrade. The definitive way to play it. And speaking of upgrades, my favorite Super Nintendo game of all time got upgraded and remade for the Nintendo Switch. Arta Piazza absolutely nailed the feeling and look of Super Mario RPG. And I can't believe this title even exists. But Nintendo EPD, Pikmin 4, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom speaks for itself, but I can't believe the magic that Nintendo EPD put out in the year 2023. It just makes me that much more excited to see what they put out in 2024. Hi EP fam, my favorite developer was Insomniac Games. I really enjoyed playing through Spider-Man 2. I enjoyed the combat storyline using the wingsuit to traverse and voice actors did an incredible job. I can't wait to see what Insomniac does next. My game developer of the year is Nighttime Studios, who made the incredible remaster of Quake 2. They made so many great quality of life improvements, bringing it to a new generation of players and making it the definitive way to play Quake 2. There's even eight player split screen on the Xbox and PC, which is unheard of, especially in an era where most games don't even include split screen at all. I also want to mention my runner-up, Sledgehammer Games. I got to meet some of the team at last year's GDC, and they're such a hardworking, humble group of creators. I know Modern Warfare 3 got a lot of flack for its campaign seeming a bit rushed. Despite the incredible demands placed on them, they released a really fun game that builds on last year's Modern Warfare 2. My favorite part is the open world zombies mode. It really innovates on the zombies formula, which I felt was getting a little bit stale in my opinion. I spent dozens of hours getting sucked into this new reimagining of zombies, which they created in collaboration with Treyarch. Great job, Sledgehammer Games. Game Developer of the Year for the Rocket and Raygun Awards, and mine is, of course, Larian. How can you go wrong, Sam? No microtransactions. Based on my 10 minutes of playtime, I would agree. Developer of the Year. It's great. The amount of detail in every little aspect of that game, from the scales on the Dragonborns to the environments themselves to just how you can take on any mission in any sort of way. What a great game. What is your Developer of the Year, Sam? I'm going to go the other way. Microtransactions abundant with this no! developer. Epic. Because Epic games. I thought that Fortnite in 2023 was incredible. They brought back the old map. Everybody had fun with their friends again. Everybody was online. Yes, you have to spend $25 on like a Peter Griffin skin, but like, what are you going to do? It was a it good was year time. for gaming. Dry January. Thanks for having us. A 
Amazing choices, everybody. Fantastic observations. My choice for my favorite developer of 2023 would probably mirror Adnan's. I think Nintendo really crushed it in 2023. Lots and lots of killer games that they invested in and built you know, from a myriad of different developers there. And it really kind of showcased that they have the power to turn aging hardware like the Nintendo Switch into something that's just irrefutably enjoyable even years down the road. So congratulations to Nintendo. But honestly, there was amazing development from all corners of the world and it has made our lives really rich and entertaining and it has made choosing the best stuff from this year, frankly, impossible. But that's what we're about to do. Here are the nominees for Game of the Year. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom from Nintendo. Baldur's Gate 3 from Larian Studios. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Diablo 4 from Blizzard Entertainment. Alan Wake 2 from Remedy Entertainment. Super Mario Bros. Wonder from Nintendo. Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty from CD Projekt Red. Resident Evil 4 Remake from Capcom. Now, before I give you guys my winner for the game of the year in 2023, I want to show the poll here. And something to consider is that YouTube only allows five different choices. I couldn't put the eight that are in this category for the Rocket and Reagan Awards. So of the five, you guys chose The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is an excellent choice, fantastic game. And honestly, I could have added more games to the list of potential game of the year winners. Dave the Diver, I could have added Street Fighter VI, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, so many games, it was madness. But my pick for the best game of 2023 is Marvel's Spider-Man 2. And it, yes, it had to do with traversal system and the combat system and all of the fun that the game provided. I love the storytelling, but I also love the efficiency of the game. I love that it was a tight 25 hours worth of game experience and not a second was wasted. This game, I played through the whole thing and I just wanted to live in that world and stay in that world and play it more. It's a perfect example of just tuning and crafting every single second of the game that you're providing for people. I just found Spider-Man 2 perfectly paced, finely tuned, and endlessly enjoyable. I think it's one of those games that you can go back to again and again and again. I love what Insomniac is doing with the Marvel Universe. I can't wait to see where they take us to next. That's why Marvel Spider-Man 2 is our Rocket and Rig on Award winner for Game of the Year. 
All right, you guys, that's going to do it for the awards. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you to all those that participated by sending in videos or voting on our polls. Thank you to those that are going to comment on this video and share the video and hit that subscribe button. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Vic's Basement. And if you did, please don't hesitate to write us a nice review. It really helps us on all of the podcast platforms that we exist on, and I'll be very grateful. We'll see you soon. You'll hear from us soon. And until then, play forever. <laughs>